0: you know I think that somehow mentally we feel like well play and fun is for children and we don't deserve it or you know we're not entitled to it or we're wasting time if we do that and again to me that's analogous to um, a mom who has you know recently have a, had a baby and takes some time for herself taking that time for herself Is really taking time for her baby because she needs to refuel herself so she can continue being a good mom.
1: This week, Dr. Karen Sherman explains the importance of having fun in marriage. Stay tuned. If you've listened to this podcast, you know we love our wine club, and we're going to shamelessly plug it again. This year, our wine club partner, Touring and Tasting, is celebrating their 20th anniversary and are offering special deals and discounts on top of their already existing deals and discounts throughout the year. We love the Hitched Wine Club because it's a monthly reminder to slow down and reconnect. Yes, date night ideas are included with each shipment. We have several different levels of the wine club, from the happy couple and marital bliss to soulmates and happily ever after. Right now, you can join the happy couple wine club level with your first shipment 50% off bringing the total to under $25 and the shipping is always free this is a limited time offer so don't wait visit hitchmag.com and click the wine club link hey everybody welcome back this is steve cooper editor-in-chief of hitchedmag.com i am joined once again by the always fantastic the original dr karen sherman hi karen
0: Hi, Steve. Thank you so much for that nice introduction.
1: My pleasure. Uh, So for all the regular listeners out there, you know that Karen is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 25 years. Uh, You will probably also know that she is also an author of several books. Uh, Her most recent is Mindfulness in the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Today, we are going to talk about uh, the importance of play in marriage. Um, and, you know, the again, I like to beat this into people because I feel like it is so important. We put so much emphasis on dating, on parenting, on weddings, and then we just automatically assume that we will know how to be married for the next 50 years and we ignore it and we forget about – how much effort we put into that dating process of having fun with another person. So that's why I'm really excited to talk about this topic today. And, you know, when couples first get married, they have dreams and visions of all the possibilities in front of them and they imagine all the fun that they will have together. But, you know, I I make these statements, but I also know that there is a grind of daily responsibilities that can uh, take over your life um, and you have to buckle down and do what's necessary to get to the next day. And of course, the first thing that gets pushed out of the way is the fun stuff. Uh, so, Karen, I'm going to ask you, how can couples build fun and play back into their marriage?
0: You're going to shoot me when you hear my answer. Okay. They have to work at it. Ah. <laughs> okay. You know, but but as you and I have come to. Uh, rephrase that statement. They yep. have to pay attention to it. That's right. Um, you know, you really did a very good introduction, Steve. Um, you know, there are things you have, to, there are other things that call for your attention. And because those are necessities, I mean, you've got to pay the bills, you've got to make sure that there's food on the table, you know, you so whether you cook it or you buy it or, you know, you bring it in or whatever you do, you know, there are certain basic necessities that have to get done. And so what's going to fall by the wayside is the, is the playing. So what what you have to do is bring attention back to that because playing is is a lot of fun. I'm reminded, it just came to my mind, that the other day, I think it was on the Today Show, there was um, a segment about some schools deciding to have the children forego recess, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and um, using that time instead for more learning. And so the discussion was, is, is recess necessary? And Recess is necessary for children. They need to take a break. They need to get fresh air. They need to get their brains, you know, give their brains some downtime. Well, in the same way, couples need to play as well. It can't be just always doing the chores and always doing the tasks that must be done. Play is absolutely essential.
1: I would add to the example that you gave of the uh, recess and play, that there's also an element of social growth that takes place in, the, yes. in that time that there's that that's when the development of empathy happens not math and arithmetic
0: absolutely and, and socialization
1: exactly and socialization so if you don't play together as a couple you miss out on that emotional growth opportunity just like kids would in the development of of those skill sets
0: yes absolutely absolutely
1: uh so What do you think is the biggest reason, I mean, I talked about the grind, but what do you think is the biggest reason more couples don't play?
0: Well, I think what happens is that, you know, when you're first dating, um, it's about playing and getting to know each other and putting a lot of attention and focus on each other. Then you make a commitment, which is wonderful, and then after that, life gets in the way. You don't do it purposely, but the day to day grind takes over and you start to take each other for granted and it just slips away you don't make that your priority anymore um it is probably the most common situation that all couples go through it's it, i i think that i don't think i've ever met a couple where that is not the common kind of pathway that occurs for couples
1: do you do you think it is uh so it's common amongst all couples, but do you think it's more common amongst parents because they have to uh, they have the added responsibility of having to put so much attention into raising a child
0: Oh a hundred percent I yeah. mean you know that becomes one more piece that you know, takes their attention and a very big piece of that.
1: Which I would like to say, I think that's a very important (laughs) place to put your energy, uh, just that you shouldn't do it at the expense of your marriage, because that's no good for the kid's development either.
0: That is correct. You know, uh, we know that if a couple is child-centric, it's not good for the marriage, and it's also not good for the child. Yeah. Because the child's not getting a good role model.
1: Well, that segue is actually perfect. Uh, perfectly into my next question, which is so why is play so important? And you just gave us one big tip.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, again, it's not so. It's not good for the children. They have to see that uh, a married couple should really be involving, you know, husband and wife, and that they are, um, you know, spending time with each other. But play is also important because um, we have research that uh, one of the main things that will kill a relationship is boredom. So you want to have play um, so that, you know, you have fun and you have uh, novelty. Uh, Play is important because if you're working all the time, um, then, you know, you burn out. So you need play really to help revitalize yourself. That's why people go on vacations. You need that to refresh yourself. So it's good on a lot of different levels, Um, and it doesn't have to be a big vacation. Um, Really, play should be something that's done on a regular basis.
1: You know, one of the things that uh, my wife and I like to do is when the summer months begin to approach, uh, we pull out the movie calendar Mm -hmm. and then go through and start circling all the movies we think we might want to watch in those summer blockbuster movie months and then, uh-huh. and design a couple dates around those things. Yeah, and then yeah, we find that and, more and
0: I was just working with a couple last night where we're trying to revitalize their relationship and, and she doesn't have a lot of time. She works really, really hard and one of the things I said to them is, I said, okay, so you don't have a lot of time and you don't have a lot of money, so watch a movie on TV, but pop some popcorn. Create your own little, you know, movie experience right in your house so that it's more than just, you know, full, flopping in front of the TV. Um, yeah. it, it adds a little bit of something extra to it.
1: I it, It's funny because sometimes uh, my wife will want to just go for a walk. And uh, to be totally honest, I hate it. <laughs> I just it just bores me. I I mean I enjoy the conversation of walking with her, but that as an activity to do together, I don't find very exciting. But I do it because she only asks when she wants or needs it, and I understand that. And so I do it, and I never complain about it. Um but I you know, if I would rather go ride a bike together and have that conversation or go run together, but the walking I don't find very exciting, but I do it because I understand the importance for her. And uh-huh. so I do that, and I, you know, we've talked in the past about sucking things up and just doing them uh, uh-huh. because, you know, that's what needs to get done sometimes. Uh, another point I wanted to, t- to touch on really quick is when you we talked about the kids and how important it is to not be child centric or to, um, to to have some interest outside of just the children. And mm-hmm. we know divorce rates spike once the kids leave the nest uh, because the parents then come back together as a couple and haven't done anything for 20 years right. or 18 years. Right. And then they're like, who are you? Um exactly. But I think the other important thing about this is you are demonstrating to your children that marriage can be fun. Yes. And yes. I think sometimes we forget about this, that if all your kids see is how miserable or how grinding or how, how unaffectionate uh, you are as parents, that's I, what their expectation is. That I, is their reality. Why would you get married? Right? Yeah, why would you get married? And and that's what they think marriage looks like. Um, and it's funny because I've actually had this conversation with my wife in the past because she grew up where um, her parents were divor- got divorced. Uh, all of her friends' parents were divorced. I grew up in just the opposite scenario where my parents uh, are still together and all my friends' parents are together. And she, after we had gotten married uh, a couple years into it. She she made the statement to me like I had no idea it could be this good. Like mm-hmm. I didn't realize it could be this fun because all I have ever known is how terrible marriage was supposed to be. And that was partly why she was so reticent to get married in the first place. I mean she was huh. the person who told me when we first met she was never going to get married. Huh. So. Wow. She, well, she's lucky she found you. (laughs) And vice versa. And vice versa. And, but the thing, but my, I guess my point being is uh, you are demonstrating to your children what a marriage can be. And so if you don't play, they won't think that that is a possibility or they might not realize that's a possibility.
0: Right. 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 By the way, I want to go back to something you said a moment ago when you said that you take a walk for Jess, even though you don't like it. Do you also hold hands while you're walking?
1: Uh yeah, uh okay. upo- upon her request. <laughs>
0: okay. Only because there's research that actually shows that when a couple is walking together and holding hands, it lowers their blood pressure. It's supposed to be a very, you know, a very healthy thing to do.
1: Oh, I I totally, I mean I know that stuff to be true. I mean, I know there's tons of re- I mean there is tons of research about just human physical literal human connection and how it has biological and physiological effects on other people it's it's crazy the amount of data that shows um i mean there are i i I think i've mentioned this in past podcasts there was a study out a couple years back that showed couples um who sleep together, like married couples who sleep together, who are in physical contact, that their hearts will literally sink in yes. unison. Yes. Uh huh. That is mind blowing. huh. Right? Like the <laughs> fact that your heart can like just pick up the rhythm of somebody else's and go and sync up. That's just amazing. Yeah. Um. So, uh, by the way, this will. I. Uh, now I'm going to get a little nerdy really quick here. Um, So I know there's a lot of people freaked out about data and privacy, which I think there's a good reason to be freaked out about all that stuff. But I also look at the other side of it, which is with all these wearable devices that are now coming into the market, Mm -hmm. I think we're going to start unlocking a humongous amount of data and understanding that we just never had before. And I heard an interview with uh, one of the founders or the founder, I don't know, of Fitbit and he was talking about how they knew that there was an earthquake in a location by really? how the sleep, um, how sleep was interrupted by all the people wearing the Fitbit devices. Really? Yes. And it's you know it's animi- uh, um, anonymous data, so it's not like he knew that. Oh, Jane woke up, you know, whatever. But th- because it all comes in and it's synced to the cloud and stuff, uh, yeah. they they were able to see that. And and bot, not only were they able to see like that the, an earthquake had taken place, but they were also then able to see like how long it took for people to get back to sleep, mm-hmm. which I think is fascinating. And and it, I I think it was Fitbit. I I might be wrong on that, but it was one of these wearable device companies uh-huh. uh, that had. And you never think about the collection of that kind of data, right? Like I just found I, that I, fascinating. It is indeed, Uh, yes. Okay, so that was a total tangent. Um, So let's get back on topic here. Uh, Okay, so some couples I think are going to listen to this and think this all sounds really good, Uh, but they might have some circumstances that make it difficult. So their spouse might be sick or, as you mentioned earlier, they don't have any money or um, some other reason, uh, valid or invalid, that play is just not an option for them at the moment. What do you say to those couples? (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay. I love it. Uh, it's always possible. Mm-hmm. It's always possible. You know, I, I think it's more a matter of making the commitment to do it. And you know, if you, if you're, let's say we're talking a family with children, if your children had to get to a soccer practice or if they had to get to a tutoring session or if they had to get to a dentist, you'd put it into your, you know, whatever way you keep your dates. Uh, your Blackberries, your iPads, you know, whatever, and you do it. Mm
1: -hmm. Put it
0: into your calendar that you're going to play, that you're going to spend 15 minutes with each other playing. And you set the time aside and you spend some time together. Now, it doesn't have to be, you know, crazy stuff. You don't have to go out. You don't have to spend a lot of money. But you set that time aside where you're going to make that time just for the two of you. Mm -hmm. Now, when we say play, Basically, what you're just saying is that you're getting away from the mundane day-to-day grind of talking bills, talking children, talking chores, and you're just relaxing and having a good time with each other.
1: You're basically having fun together.
0: Yeah. 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 So take out a board game, take out cards, do a crossword puzzle together, do a jigsaw puzzle together. There's no way that people can tell me that there are limitations that you can't do. Um You know, when we're driving in the kid with my uh, in the car with my grandchildren, you know, okay, so we 're in a car, what can we do? We end up playing geography we're mm-hmm. playing, you know, sing songs together um you know there's there's no way that there is any obstacle that would get in the way of having fifteen minutes where you're doing something where you're just enjoying each other.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that um it and uh it reminds me of one of my favorite movies Tombstone uh where Doc Holliday is de- like deathly ill on his deathbed and Wyatt Earp comes in and starts playing cards with him even though he can't uh pick up his own cards mm-hmm. uh but they still were able to and I know it's a fictional thing but i they were still able to execute some play time in that. And mm-hmm. I also love the point that you brought up about, uh, you know, parents always seem to find the time to take their kids places. Mm-hmm. And you see these parents who have kids in like these club teams or whatever, where they travel uh, throughout the state, <laughs> right? Um, and they have extra practices in the summertime or camps and all these different things. And somehow they're able to carve out that time for their kids, but they never seem to do it for their own relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, to quote you, fooey, Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, you know, I think that somehow mentally we feel like, well, play and fun is for children and we don't deserve it or, you know, we're not entitled to it or we're wasting time if we do that. And again, um, to me, that's analogous to um, a mom who has, you know, recently have a had a baby and takes some time for herself? Taking that time for herself is really taking time for her baby, because she needs to refuel herself so she can continue being a good mom.
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't do anybody any good if you're miserable all the time because you never feel like you have a break or have any fun in life, right? Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So. There's, there, there's nothing dirty or sinful about having some fun. In the long run, it really is a much healthier thing to do for yourselves and those that you love.
1: Yeah. Okay, so let's, uh, let's give some people out there a, a little nudge. What are some ways, some quick ideas to get the ball rolling for couples who would like to start injecting more play into their regular lifestyle?
0: Well, I think I I already made one suggestion, put it down on your calendars that that's what you're going to do. And I would say, um, do it like at the beginning of the week so that you, you're allowed one rain check, (laughs) you know? Okay. Okay. Because you know, stuff does happen. Um, but that way you have one rain check. So start to build it in that you're going to do it every week for 15 minutes and, you know, make it, fun that one of you is going to plan it and then flip flop and the next week the other one is going to plan it. Um, and or, or come up with a list together and, you know, pick something from the list that you're going to do together. Um, and there's so many different things that you can do in the house that it isn't going to cost you anything. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> make, make a Sunday together, uh, you know, if that's what you want to do. Uh, cook a meal together. Uh, as I just you know, as I suggested to the couple last night, watch a movie together, but you know, pop some popcorn while you're doing it. Um, put on put on a song and dance together. Um, you know, if you enjoy playing Scrabble or Boggle or anything like that, there are so many different things that you can be doing. But the rule is that you cannot talk bills, chores, children. Uh, give e- give each other foot massages. Uh, one of you give each the other one a bubble bath. You know, I mean, I've just come up with what ten different things. <laughs> yeah, of which really cost any kind of money.
1: Yeah, I, I, I like the i I like all those ideas. One thing that I would also suggest is to, uh, when you're looking at the calendar, uh, pay attention to the season. take Take advantage of seasonality. Sure. Uh, so if it's snowing outside, go sledding or take a take a hike in a winter wonderland, right? Um, mm-hmm. If it's summertime, go out and, and rollerblade or ride a bike or something and, and take advantage of that sunshine. Um, I, I really like doing those things. And you talked about um, cooking a meal together. One of the things that I like to do, I subscribe to a bunch of different food magazines, and I I know I've mentioned how I'm a total foodie uh, in past episodes. One of the things that I like to do is because I subscribe to all these magazines, I force myself to cook at least one dish out of every single issue that I get. Um, And so if you're trying to be inspired as a couple – Go go to the the newsstand or bookstore or whatever, if you can still find one right um, and and grab a, and grab a food magazine and just go through sit down, go through the magazine, find a dish that looks appealing to the two of you and and cook that as a new creative endeavor.
0: And if you haven't got a newsstand, go on the internet. There's a million recipes on the internet. You know, I mean, there's there's just no excuse in this day and age. And you know, Steve, you're talking as I'm listening to you. I'm laughing to myself because a lot of the things that you're discussing are for people who are athletic or who are you know younger or something. But you know, go for a drive. You know, when yeah. it's warm out, go for a drive and blast the radio and and sing at the you know the top of your lungs or something go go to a park and and go on the seesaw there's there's just a million things that you can be doing
1: yeah no you're right i'm glad you pointed that out because i that like this is my lifestyle uh that i try to live and and i and i re- the other thing too is because i live in southern california we don't i don't even have the the inclement weather that's going to stop me from doing 99.9% of the things that I want to do. I can go golf this weekend if I want. You um, had to put that in, didn't you, as I'm sitting in cold New York? <laughs> yeah, we're recording this um, in a winter time. Um, I know this is going to air later, but uh, Karen is in New York, and freezing her took us off, and <laughs> it's going to be low 70s here, and sunshine and not a cloud in the sky. So I and but i my, you know my wife's family's on on the east coast and every time i go and visit them and i do it a lot in uh um around the holidays usually and so it's uh it's a constant reminder for me of what that means to how you live your life when you have to take into consideration um what the weather is like yes. i don't even it doesn't even dawn on me and that's a, it's a new realization that i've I've started to grasp as I've gotten older, but, um, so I'm glad you pointed that out that physical or not physical. Um, there are a million things that you can do. And by the way, I do like to just sit on my butt and play games. So, um, I, I do that too. So, and my, and my wife likes doing that as well. So you're right. There's tons of things that you can do. Okay, Um, but I so I think this was a good one, Karen, because uh, we touched on some fresh topics this week. So I'm really excited. Me too. I think I'm going to get off the phone and go have some fun with my husband now. (laughs) Fantastic. Um, And so uh, that is going to do it for us this week. Uh, So I want to thank everyone for tuning in and I want to thank everybody for um, helping spread the word. Um, It's very much appreciated. I know there are a lot of new listeners out there. So thank you and welcome aboard. Um, Karen, I want to thank you for your time as always. Always my pleasure, Steve. And then uh, before we go, I want to remind you uh, that Karen is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 25 years. She is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. She's the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can find this information at her website, drkarensherman.com you can also follow karen on the social networks uh facebook tumblr google plus twitter uh all that stuff um you can also karen also has a program out called from fight to foreplay and you can find information on that at from fight to and karen also hosts her own uh radio show uh on the um it's called your empowered relationship on the sex talk radio network um you can, if you have a question, if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, um, by all means, hit us up. Uh, we have an email button on our podcast page at hitchedmag.com. So click that button. It's a nice, large button, so you don't have to hunt around for it. It's at the top of the page. Uh, you can also reach out to us on any of the social platforms. I actually oversee the the social networking stuff, so hitched media on twitter that is me so if you want to if you want to ask a question or submit something or comment on something um i see it all and i try to respond to just about everything so uh i love i love hearing from you um but until next time check out hitchmag.com for past podcasts uh you can also subscribe on uh, stitcher or itunes if you haven't done so already and uh until next time thank you so much all right thank you karen thank you steve All right, take care, everybody.